Hello, everyone, and welcome to Subsegment, a show where we discuss all things queer, kinky, nerdy, and taboo. I'm one of your hosts, Irony. And I am Pop Noodles, your co-host, and I welcome you to Subsegment. Hey, welcome back to the second part of this interview with Dr. Valerie Weber. Uh, last time we were talking a little bit about what was considered flaggable in the porn industry or not. Uh, since MasterCard changed some uh, way to deal with uh, content that uh, Pornstar can do. So, here we go. Yeah. Uh, and like, like it was like, because vampire stuff was very commonly taken down too, like any vampire themes, like yeah. big fake plastic teeth and like, mm-hmm. ooh, and I have like my goblet of wine and a cloak, you know, <laughs> and like that, that stuff had to come down because there's wine visible, you know, which um yeah they, yeah that's where we're all gonna get my vampire porn now that's sad it's you're gonna have to masturbate to just plain old vampire movies you know like <laughs> the second a nipple shows up it's out you know actually there's so many nipples in like, in vampire movies yeah just, so, just okay, twilight alone <laughs> once the bottom pants come off you know mm. And I mean, that's what's so silly about all of this stuff, right? Is like bottom pants. The bottom, yeah. I, as I said it, I was top, like, what? top pants. <laughs> yes, my these aren't shirts; these are top pants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, the the standard for porn at this point is like if it if it was um, if the content were real, then it would be. Uh, unethical or uh illegal then that means that you can't show it right mm-hmm. like the idea is like well if, if vampires were real <laughs> and you really seduce someone through a like what's it called uh, like when you um vampire uh, eyes yeah the like you gl- enthrall I, them i want to call them yeah enthralling or um <laughs> i keep wanting to say glaze nope oh gaze <laughs> vampire gaze, gaze. yeah <laughs> like vampire gaze <laughs> gaze (laughs) like if you enthrall or if you have um so one of the other categories of course was like any kind of cnc like quote-unquote forced by or a fake kidnapping anything like that um or blackmail kind of play Mm -hmm. you know so fantasies about non-consent but that Mm -hmm. are consensually produced Mm -hmm. Right, are being held to the standard that well, if it was real, it wouldn't be okay, and so you can't show it. But which, of course, then you look at movies. Yeah, but even not even movies, you have porn movies. Yeah, you have you have the large scale porn films that are literally ending it with like sex, sex, cool fucking movie theme, whatever. And sure, it's an hour long, and they're like pirates or whatever. People die. Yeah, or (laughs) just like non porn movies. That are yeah, just people die, <laughs> murder and heads exploding and war crimes and like mm-hmm. hor- like just the standard of entertainment, uh, the double standard around entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where porn has to has to meet this standard of this has to be something that we, if it really happened, everything would be, uh, you know. There's just no room for fantasy, essentially, is what mm-hmm. I, I think I'm trying to say. It's like that the the right for porn to engage in fantasy is being stripped away. Mm-hmm. And so what remains is this like little bubble of, of heteronormative uh, vanilla type content that is considered okay. When, you know, the irony, of course, being like... That's not what really anyone wants. wants yeah. Or that like how much, I don't know about... Uh, listeners, but I know that uh, in my own life, the kinkier uh, or role play explorational kind of sex times that I've had have been far greater avenues for consent and conversation and like learning about boundaries and actually developing a good sexual Mm. ethics has come out of those kinds of activities that are quote unquote non-normative because they're not as scripted. So we have to talk Mm -hmm. about it. Whereas heteronormative scripted sex 
I just wear it on your pants and yeah. fuck and then I'm done. Right. Like it, you just go along with it or, uh, you know, there's this mm-hmm. kind of sense of like, it's much easier for assaults and abuses to happen in those kinds of contexts. I wonder if follows. they're trying to shut up all the communication entirely so they can keep abusing people. I wonder, I wonder. Perhaps, perhaps <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, um, it's this whole anti-porn movement that we're yeah. in the middle of uh, a refreshing wave of is so, it's just, they keep talking about how they like care about exploitation and they care about consent and they mm-hmm. care about people like, you know, um, uh, having, having enriching sex lives. And mm-hmm. yet there's nothing in that movement that's about cultivating good sexual ethics. It's all about just trying to shut down. Yeah various avenues for people to either earn a living or explore their sexuality mm-hmm. or do both or even time. even even education on sexual health like or, totally. like and i mean like even just sexual re- reproductive health like, yeah not just like, like sex health but diagrams like of a clit yeah. you know like yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god exactly i mean it kind of made me think of a, a certain celebrity that i don't want to name but that is very young <laughs> very popular with a lot of child like adolescent and teenager uh-huh. uh mostly cis woman i could say or uh that was basically saying how much porn destroy our life and oh. uh, make fake um uh, uh, expectation about mm-hmm. what sex is and how porn make a delusion of of that and i'm like it's just because you watch the wrong stuff and you're not searching for the right one yeah, and then or like, you use you use the super celebrity status to push that idea of about other teenager that might do also think about looking into those stuff and not understand it. Right. Also, yeah, I, and I think like it's it's uh, it's tempt. I mean, I get what there is porn that I like and porn that I think is is trash because it's yeah. a very broad media but at the same time I do I do hesitate to go into like there's good porn and bad porn like there's mm. porn uh, there's a variety of kinds of porn um, and some porn sort of demonstrates different uh, attitudes or uh, approaches than others mm-hmm. but like the main thing and, and especially in, in regards to like in that case too that that particular celebrity was talking about having viewed porn at like a very young age in which her parents maybe should have been monitoring some things um, yeah. or having discussions about it. Yeah. Right. And like this whole notion of, you know, making sure that people have critical media skills to apply to all media that they see. Mm-hmm. Right. And to be able to understand that a porn movie is fictional. Uh, a porn movie is acted. A porn movie is edited. A porn yeah. movie, you know, Colors. is, is a movie, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's being tweaked in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that, it, Like if you spend the time to teach your kids, well, I don't know why we're talking to people like they've got all the kids, but apparently uh, that's some people do. You yeah, have kids. Do. Uh, I don't. um but like you spend all this time to to like educate being like okay these video games aren't real they you know like this can't happen to you this this movie isn't bad these monsters aren't real Mm -hmm. why is it that we can say when things aren't real when it's that but like as soon as like sex or like sexual well-being comes into the picture everyone's like meh but like (laughs) it's stupid because the access to all of this sex is just there so easily and immediately. Why haven't we figured out how to like educate with the accessibility? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's like, um, there's lots of, uh, talk out there. Like there's lots of resources for like how to talk to your kids about porn. Now it's hard to separate what is the like really kind of, um, (laughs) uh, uh, anti-sex versions versus the others Mm -hmm. but like anything you know why um why it's so difficult to to explain that sex there's something about sex that like really people struggle to understand the it is also that sex is um uh something that we can play with that it's something that could be uh you know, acted and performed that it's like, it's, it's kind of like there is this feeling that once it becomes sex, there's like that culture is stripped away in some Mm -hmm. sense. Like it's like, it's, you know, all this old 
rhetoric around like sex being like our animal instinct thing as if it's not processed through like the the lens of culture and identity and all of that yes. stuff and that it's it's still just like anything um there's versions of it yes. right and that we can play with it and that it can be performative and make believe and that like you and know. your personality absolutely comes into play yeah. <laughs> like in the way that you have sex. So like to think that it's like this automatic sort of like you must do this is is yeah. incredibly sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's like people see um, – what's the term? It's like um, pseudo-empathy. Like mm. this idea like if I were doing that, I would feel bad. So that person must feel bad. Therefore, mm. what is happening is bad. Like yeah. yeah, of course. If you're fucking and someone just starts choking you out of nowhere, like that's – that's uh, that's not maybe that's the best way to no. go about it. But the problem isn't that someone somewhere likes being choked and that yeah. it's on camera. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yes. The problem is, well, why? I mean, why are you doing anything with anyone uh, collectively as bodies without like talk- talking about it a Thank bit? You. And and like, I'm not saying that has to be like the kind of you know, the, the joke uh, of consent where it's like you write a contract out in advance or something. I mean, if that's your kink, like, go for it. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's just... Bureaucratic like, kink. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I have an administrative and data entry kink. Um, <laughs> but, like, there are ways to communicate. There's lots yes. of different ways to communicate. Um, and depending on, on your personhood and your, you know, your approach to things, like, the problem isn't that people like things that you can't imagine liking, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why is that so hard? Why is that so hard for people when it comes to kink? Like, there's kinks that I look at and I think, yeah, I can't imagine wanting to do that. It doesn't mean I assume that person is being abused or I assume yeah. that that person has no cognitive capacity to, like, consent to what they're doing just because well, I don't want to do it. I mean, that's yeah. the extreme form of narcissism, right? Um, Truth. To, to, like, push your beliefs onto somebody that you don't even fucking know and it's Mm -hmm. and and your belief become the belief of everyone around you that's that's like almost like megalomania and how like dictator dictators are born (laughs) right it's like i believe this way and that's yes i'm the dick and the tater hey Um, (laughs) like they they push their their mentality onto other people to a point where like it becomes the actual mentality Mm. yeah so if someone wants to fuck a vampire like let them you know yeah it's that simple yes actually like understanding how vampires are hot is really like not it's a not stretch you know yeah, <laughs> it's not com- i mean exactly. like, the, the shiny abs the blood glistening lips right the bosoms like yeah the titties <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing is like i think when you know folks uh especially when we've been a purveyor of fantasies in the case of sex work and cam work and, and kink and all that. Like it's so, it takes very little time for me to understand on some level, at least like why a person might be into the thing they're into. Even if it's, you know, I, I, what I loved about camming specifically was the opportunity to get into these like micro niche, like this one individuals. It's like people that do customs, I guess too. I just yeah. can't edit for shit. So I <laughs> just want to do things live because I don't want to, I don't want to deal with like iMovie, you know, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but like if you just, you know, approach the person asking you for, for this fantasy fulfillment, like a human who has their reasons. Mm -hmm. um, And then you like uh, expand your thinking just a tiny bit outside of your own personal like history. Mm -hmm. It's pretty easy to understand why a kidnapping fetish could be hot. Or why, um, you know, uh, an intox, quote unquote, feti- uh, like uh, yes. fantasy or role play. Like, it's really not complicated psychology mm. here um, to see why these things, especially these kind of consensual forms of non-consent, are attractive to people, right? There's a lot of freedom. There's mm-hmm. a lot of relaxation. There's a lot of letting go that's capable, that's, that's opened up when you are pretending that you can't say no in yes. some way. Mm-hmm. And well, the pretending the is the key. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It tricks the brain. It also, uh, like, it, the, there are people working through traumas and stuff and, like, having access to, to that sort of thing. This is something Noodles and I have spoken about at length before because uh, he was very uncomfortable 
with the idea of it initially. And Mm -hmm. when we spoke about, you know, how people are using it as like a therapeutic means to like reclaim sexual identity Mm -hmm. and reclaim like sexual power. And and it wasn't until like we really spoke about, well, you can talk on this. You're here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean. Speak for yourself. (laughs) You cannot say it, but yeah, for sure. At first I was a bit uncomfortable with the idea but I guess it came from uh, what we just talked about, like putting myself in that situation. I would see that I'm not comfortable with doing that. Uh, but as I learn about kinks and understand it, now I'm able to remove myself from it and be like that person, enjoy that. And I want to know why. And when I know why, I'm super like interested to understand it and play along with it, uh, which is a big difference. But yeah, yes. first... Uh, non-consensual was very like i don't get it and i now i very get it and it's very important even so yeah like i think forced by is a very interesting category um <laughs> and like forced by yeah using um, big air yeah. quotes everybody right yeah you can't see how, there are so many air quotes flying around um this whole <laughs> yeah. conversation but you know that's a category i had a lot of people come in camming um, like historically, and then in my more recent stint in camming, that's that's always been a really popular one. And of course, there's the part of me that's like, oh, if this like guy is bi, I just like want him to feel okay to do that, and I hope that like this isn't a manifestation of shame and da da da. But at the same time, like yeah, we can we can fight for a world where people don't feel like they have to pretend they're being forced in order to explore mm-hmm. their differently gendered desires. Yeah. At the same time. I understand that one that that fight can coexist with the fantasy and the fetish existing, mm-hmm. but also that there is an absolute point at which like the world could be as open as possible to every kind of desire, and there's still going to be something titillating about pretending that it's forbidden, mm-hmm. like the forbiddenness and the impossibility of something is part of what can make it sexy. So like it's not like there's a utopia, I think, where we get to a place where um, fetish just like disappears because everyone can like feel or like role playing disappears because everyone can just actually do what they want to do. Like it's, it's always going to be like the, the pretending that there is coercion or the pretending there is power, um, existing in a, in a more intense way than, than it already actually exists. Like that's always going to be appealing no matter what capacity there is to do the thing consensually already if that makes sense um yeah so like not judging the existence not just psychologizing the the fetish and trying to find a way to like get the person freed from it in some Mm -hmm. cases sure there might be cases where people like are working through something and they want to get to the other side of something and all of that but but all this all to say like whatever the the reason that certain fetishes are as popular as they are at given times and they definitely go through yes, trends and stuff right. which is fascinating we're about to go through another huge like foot fetish uh round because we're in pandemic times and that traditionally foot fetish just jumps in popularity i mean the number of like people joking about feet pics like who are fresh to sex work on on like tiktok you know it's it does seem yeah like that's like the gateway <laughs> the gateway sex work is foot pics but um it is like the easier one <laughs> It's yeah. I mean, yeah. In terms of uh, like, uh, in terms of like the dipping your toes into sex work, it's <laughs> literally. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but if you, it, it's very similar to the the idea where which we were talking about. It, it's come with me on this walk while I take you on it. Uh, <laughs> with the idea of like forced by, where like sometimes you need that idea of forced to like break through your own sort of walls of shame, um, which. <clears throat> is like a baby step and then you can maybe baby step into more like men centric porn and thus start exploring your actual sexuality and where that comes from mm-hmm. um with f- foot porn like generating foot related content it allows you to uh dip your dip your toe god damn it <laughs> explore the idea of like kink and uh power dynamics because it, it is the most like tiny form like please give me this you now have the power to yes or no, give me this. And it can give the person giving the foot photos like 
uh, a sense of empowerment and stuff and without it being uh with it being anonymous and without like any sort of consequential sort of back like if somebody's like oh i found uh your work found some photos of your feet on on your work computer like whatever it'd be like that's weird cool maybe don't put that there linda <laughs> linda <laughs> oh yeah yeah and it's and the thing with all of this like this kind of policing of fetish is like no matter what your thoughts are about those fetishes generally or, or specific fetishes um no matter what your actual position is on them like suppression of the fetish is not it's just not an avenue to achieve any goal uh, mm. <laughs> of any kind. So like, why, um, you know, why does, why do payment processors and stuff go for this kind of content more, more harshly? And so like, when I looked at the data and compared, like I got people to check off, like what kind of um, content do you produce? Cause I wanted to see if, if some people were getting more impacted than others, depending on mm. what kind of work they used. Or, or that they um, created. And so like, um, let me just pull up the relative risk analysis. Ooh. Okay. So if people did fetish or role play or kink BDSM content, which honestly, like so many of the people that responded did. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's not a niche the way it used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, those, the people who produced that kind of content were 1.7 times more likely to have had like multiple detrimental impacts coming out of the, the MasterCard, uh, passage, the kind of content or producers that were more intensely affected. I was actually surprised that was so low, but I think it's cause so many of the people that responded made kink content. It kind of mm -hmm. like, um, destabilized shifted the, the yeah, yeah shifted the baseline a bit mm -hmm. whereas so trans content was two and a half times more likely to have had like these multiple impacts so that could have been your account was flagged your payments were delayed you had content removed it was like i had a few different categories of wow. impacts so trans content was 2.5 times more likely uh bbw or bhm or, or fat content was 3.3 times more likely to have had a bunch of detrimental impacts because black performers were 3.2 yeah. times more likely. Of yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And then other performers of color, which the sample was like predominantly white as mm -hmm. so many things are, um, mm -hmm. unfortunately, but still, so I, I kind of grouped like all other performers of color together so that there was at least a, a little bit of a sample. And, and that group was um, 2.8 times more likely to have had multiple impacts. That's so too high. Yeah, yeah. And so it's hard to say like exactly, you know, the the precise mechanism of how that's happening whether it's that certain uh, bodies are just targeted differently and get flagged more easily i mean this is typically mm -hmm. what we've seen in content moderation um across the board porn or otherwise you know mm -hmm. um but also that uh that yeah that that kink and, and anything one person said they had to remove everything that like wasn't super vanilla essentially they were you know like it was just like their their whole catalog was getting wiped out wow. unless it was like missionary you know, fucking something or like so much of it solo it's just like masturbation content but like even then if the thing you're masturbating with is like weird or yep. too big yep. that's getting flagged too, too. yes big, too large big. insertion was a big yes. one too yeah wow fisting so um, no no bad dragons no bad dragons no no tentacles <laughs> what? yeah this because it was a real dragon Yes. The dragon oh, right. can't consent, and that's bestiality. See, <laughs> like I forgot, I forgot the dragons are real. Exactly. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that's the the notion that we have to. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's the standard. That's the standard. Is like, and also who decides big? You know. Yes. Yeah. Big according to who? Uh -huh. <laughs> So well, it's it's very true because like uh, even when I was camming, like you could only do three fingers, four fingers at the time. Well, I, I remember there being like this workaround where we'd be like, okay, you can't fist, but you can do four fingers per hand, <laughs> and as long as the thumbs stay out, <laughs> and that was like it was a nice little wrist um, stretch, oh. honestly. Yeah. But like, yeah, like I mean, this is what's so funny about it is like the restrictions are just going to create new fetishes you know yes 
Because uh, people are just creative as fuck. It's like, okay, well, it's not a one-handed fisting, but it's a two-handed clap. <laughs> it's the prayer. <laughs> prayer fest. Oh, see, no, now the... Now, now it's, it's religious. It's, it's religious. No, you, you can't? Of course not. That was a few people said they had to pull down religious themes. Yeah. Mm. Not surprising. Yeah. You know what they were marked as? Um, Blasphemous. Yeah, probably. I mean, I mean what, like the 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 flaggable sort of like tag for religious uh, content would be. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what's so like when I got um, booted off of my cam platform, I got suspended. I was able to come back, but when I got suspended, they just said you engaged in a fetish category that is reason for suspension. <laughs> like. Uh. So, they don't you know, even tell you. It's your best guess. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Which is why then, of course, the chilling effect of that is you just, you're like so scared to dance remotely outside of the lines. And then that's, so I found myself, you know, people would ask me for shows that I would have been not just comfortable with, but like down for yeah, and um, like excited about, but I was afraid it might stray too close to these rules that I I'm trying to understand and operate within. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who's spying on me or like what mm -hmm. is getting, you know, I think they're like, they're trawling the text of the chat. I think that there's, there's certainly AI and like different kinds yeah. of bots that are, that are monitoring things. And so you also know, like the bot is not here for nuance, right? No. So <laughs> I like, you know, if someone says, can you pretend to be like my stepmom? I'm like, ah, even though it's step, like, I think I just, I'm not, you know, can't go there. Or can you um, say, uh, you know, that I'm, um, I think someone had asked for like, they didn't use the word hypnotize, but it was something like that. It was some kind of like, mm -hmm. I want you to like mesmerize me. And I was mm -hmm. like, uh, can we, you know, um, can we use... <laughs> Can we not, not use those words? Yeah. <laughs> How about I just jerk off and you watch me? Like, I guess that's, we're allowed to do that. I'm going to be enchanting while you watch me jerk off. But like, yeah. this is a state of my personhood that I can be. I'm an, I'm a delightful enchanting person. Well, oh my it's God. interesting because I think, um, you know, and if that, this person happens to be listening, I'm, you found me. Um, but they wanted um, like me to dance on a certain beat you know? Okay. And I was like, cool. Okay. But, but then I was like, oh my God, is this because it's a beat? Am I going to get dinged because it's like a hypnosis watch, mm -hmm. you know, click, click, like it's, oh, and then I'm just in my head, you know, um, paranoid about, because, mm -hmm. you know, um, I'm, I'm able to take a break from camming right now, but for, you know, in a lot of cases and were this another time in my life, like that paycheck is it's paycheck to paycheck. And so when yeah. you're constantly doing this assessment of like, do I risk, this show and make 20 bucks, 50 bucks, a hundred bucks that I really need. Like some people said like, they can't pay. One person was like, I can't heat my house this winter. Like, you know, people are, are um, struggling for so many reasons, uh, mm -hmm. the, the world, uh, you know, mm -hmm. as it is. <laughs> so, you know, when you're constantly doing that assessment of like, do I risk taking the show and I might get flagged and lose my platform entirely, or do I play it super safe, but inevitably, lose clients, lose opportunities. Like it's just a horrible assessment that everyone's in their head. And then even if I'm in a show that I'm kind of like, ooh, maybe this is going to get me in trouble. I can't If like, I have too much fun, I'll get dinged. If I have too much fun, if I say the wrong thing, if they say the wrong thing and I'm like culpable by association, you know, um, it's, Jesus, yeah. the, the stuff That's that something. we used to get away with compared, I used to read the fucking Sinbad's mom text. Did you ever get that one? No. The which one? I had to read. I had to, I legit wrote red script from the Sinbad TV show. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I don't think I had that guy. No. <laughs> I mean, I remember the puppy play was really big back in the day. And like, there was that one person who had sent like a whole box and there was like, there were lab coats and there was a dog bone and it was like a whole scenario with a script. And we did this thing where it was like, um, another person was like a, a vet and they were taking my temperature as a mm -hmm. dog, like in my ass and stuff. <laughs> and like, 
we never thought twice. Of course, because obviously I'm not a fucking dog. Like, <laughs> obviously this is fake. Like, I'm an adult yeah. person who is human. And you have my ID and you have my consent form. And I'm obviously here enjoying i think i got to keep the thermometer too it's been very handy you know yeah. <laughs> um, like it was a win-win for everybody yeah. thermometers are expensive <laughs> right and so so like that kind of thing now no go i mean obviously like some people are still doing it some people are, are depending on each platform too like the rules are a little each platform is interpreting what MasterCard has asked for differently. And so some are being a little more lenient, some are being a little stricter. So it, you know, Sophie Ladder has an amazing spreadsheet. I don't know if you've ever seen where it's like every platform and a bunch of different fetishes and like whether the terms of service explicitly say it's not okay mm. or if it is okay. And, and that's, um, I can link. Uh, yes. That yeah, that too. sounds very interesting. And it's a living document. So it stays up to date with, with what's um, going on. And, uh, but a lot of people have talked about having to pull any kind of pet play sort of stuff, which again is another kind of form of like consensual non-consent because you're you're a pet, so you like you get to play along and you don't have to you get led and and yeah. well, um, um, pet play is a big big part of our relationship uh, between mm -hmm. Noodles and I. In fact, ah. uh, he is my puppy and I am his handler. Lovely, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, uh, Noodles, do you know you're being exploited? Uh, <laughs> Did you, I'm going to fucking kill MasterCard now. <laughs> did you know you are, um, uh, you're lying to yourself? And oh you my God. You, to that? you know what this really reminds me of though, is like very much the like people who stand outside of like, uh, women's health clinics or family health service clinics mm. and that, you know, do abortion and stuff. And they're like, do you know about your baby? <laughs> did you oh my... know? Did you know that? Did you know you... Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, Linda. Fucking Linda again. Go back That's to your I'm here. And leave me alone. <laughs> no, I'm here for the popsicles they give you afterwards. Like, yeah. <laughs> I go there every month. Oh, is that what they do here? I just, I just roll up. <laughs> I just get I'm just here to worship money. Satan, man. I don't know. Like. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. All right. It's um, uh it's a wild world. So, you know, download all your favorite porn now. Fight the fight the system. Um mm -hmm. and uh and yeah, I mean, I I think we we do have to think about like what are our alternatives to internet culture for like keeping our kink um yes. communities and uh educational resources and like playfulness and entertainment. Mm -hmm. Um safe in some way and obviously like one way is for things to be free mm -hmm. um so that you don't have to deal with payment processors yes. but um but i i have a feeling like but then even of course there's the great tumblr ban of <laughs> not, not so long like yes. it doesn't a lot of platforms it's not about the if it's not about the payment processing it's about the fosta sesta so um and just the general concern that you could be promoting quote unquote some kind of um prostitution or sex trafficking mm -hmm. and so wiping all sex content whether there's charges you know and profits being made or not so so yeah i mean i don't i do have faith um actually canada just released their report today um the feedback they got about their proposed approach to address harmful content online that mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i wrote a me and um, maggie mcdonald wrote a uh, one of the many commentaries they received about that and it looks like they have heard us that that uh, these overzealous content moderation approaches harm communities of color, harm queer communities, harm sex workers, and that they they seem to have heard that. You know, so there is yeah. some hope that yeah, that's surprising. Even that's cool. Yeah. Well, there's what a they big, do there's, with it. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, there's, been, there's so many uh, like conservative pushes happening right now. Um, it's it's exhausting to be yeah. honest. Um, yeah. In like. I don't know about you, but I'm, I've always been of the, like, make it legal and tax it because then you can regulate and, uh, you know, educate. Um, mm -hmm. I very much uh, envision a, my utopic sort of or idealistic sort of future world, you know, flying cars and all that shit has, <laughs> uh, like, sex workers with licenses and they can, you know, actively go to school and 
learned healthily and and you know there's a lot of like other utopic shit in my brain but like <laughs> you know this just feels like the one that should have been the simplest to fix hmm. in, i don't know about you but like that's that's just I mean, mine i think i lead more to the decrim uh, yes. because i because i don't trust the state um in any way to like regulate in a way that would actually be um not just still destructive to the people that fall mm -hmm. outside of yeah. that my, know, regulatory my, scheme, my but... utopia has the like that's all that's a good too. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah i guess i i i think um i'm i'm more in the decrim i do think that there's ways to talk about and think about content moderation online and like thinking still about you know how do we how do we still make sure that the things that go online are people that um, consent to be in those? Like, I, mm -hmm. of course, I care about that. Of course, I yes. I believe that's um, important. But uh, but yeah, just the the approach that's been taken so far is such a heavy-handed and anti-sex. Um, yes, and and just like not very uh, educated uh, mm -hmm. approach to it. So I think that it's you know the conversations need to center. Uh, sex workers need to center people that are participating in like internet community um, in marginalized uh, with marginalized identities or marginalized practices. And um, yeah, so that there's, there's certainly um, a role, I think, for some kind of content moderation and some kind of regulatory uh, norms. But, uh, you know, the state has not shown themselves to be at all uh, capable of doing like a, that in a way that doesn't just cause more harm. Like a mm. sex worker UN. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I'm going to take a brief moment of your time to discuss our social media. If you would like to email us, it's subsegmentpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash subsegment. And Instagram at Subsegment Podcast. If you would like to check out our super sexy website made by our very own in-house good boy, please head on over to subsegmentpodcast.com. And as always, you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, as well as on Perth's number one online radio station, DRN1 United. That's, you know, you have sex workers from, and you have like guilds of sex workers that like all send their top sex worker <laughs> That's great. Or advocate to you know like a grouping of like a world organization that like involves everybody and then people can discuss and negotiate mm -hmm. and sort of like really discuss what like is healthy to put out there and mm -hmm. you know because i'm not here for like the snuff porn necessarily like i don't need no? to see the, the rotting corpses but like <laughs> I don't care if you want to like jazz hands to death. <laughs> <laughs> jazz hands to death. Wow. Yeah. That's an image. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. It, it, I'm just going to throw my last sense on that topic, mm. but it's mostly just sad because it's been, I think everybody know that saying that it's one of the oldest profession mm -hmm. and it's still one that is the most criticized and badly ruled. Uh, and I don't know, I just find that every time they try to do something with it, it's just get worse. Yeah. Uh, it's just... Because yeah. it, it, when, when it, it's... Uh, eh, anyways, I'm going to skip to a different question. <laughs> like, I feel like we could go on for another hour. You're right. Like, it's it's every regulatory attempt that supposes to, like, be out here protecting the, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. It, like, almost... Uh, inevitably makes everything worse and you know like they can try to take away our kink and our capacity to make money off of it but like you know people were freaky before the internet right yeah. like they, they <laughs> yeah they were mailing stuff through the like, mail you know yeah. the internet didn't invent fetish before, right and like that, it was paintings <laughs> mm -hmm. just and you know orgies. And so it's it's uh, it's the the notion that heteronormative sex ha is like the prevailing kind of sex, mm. and like the natural state of being is like yeah. one of the greatest fraudulent you know um, mm -hmm. facades fraudulent facades a facade a facade a facade yeah a big um, scam. 
it, it tastes it, it sounds like it tastes like blue maybe for some <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah so if people are interested uh, to see all the details they can check out the report and um, I'm sure there's going to be more where that came from because you know yes this is well, uh, not over <laughs> um, sure. If you uh, want to link us to your uh, article involving your findings and stuff, we'll we'll share that when when that comes out. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I have enough time for one more personal question that is involved in uh, sort of what we've sp- spoken about before. Then we'll get your social media, and then we'll ask a secret question. Oh, mm-hmm. I love it! All right, so. I would like to know about the most epic scene, the most ec- epic kink scene that you have ever witnessed or experienced. And uh, you, you, there was a, a specific Nevada party, I think, that uh, you, you would like to discuss. Okay, so this was uh, a fun time in Vegas. I was in Vegas for AVN, the big uh, like adult um, conference video. convention yeah. thing, adult video mm-hmm. news. And... Um, <laughs> And I forget exactly how I heard about it. I must have just been standing around with some people and someone said, oh, like there's the kink party tonight. Like kink, I think, uh, yes. you know, like kink.com was, was sponsoring it. And I was like, I want to go to that. Yeah. And they're like, okay, here's the uh, time and the address. And we go to the place and it's just like a desolate strip mall. <laughs> just in the middle of nowhere, like just dark strip mall, empty parking lot, like, Okay, so we get out of the car, and then a few minutes later, a stretch limo pulls up, black, and the door opens. It's like blood red leather interior, and there's just like a hot bitch with someone on a leash, and they're like, come on in. We're like, okay. (laughs) It's like, am I? I am not cool enough for this. Uh, So I get... Me and the friends get into the into the limo and we drive like for a while into the desert and get to this place that's just like a small house. Um, and then there's sort of like a, a building in the back, uh, sort of like a hangar, big garage, giant garage. Oh, cool. Whether this was used for filming or just storage, I don't know. But we walk in and there's like a little like sign in, you know, talk about consent. You know, it's like I'm consenting to this and I know there's going to be filming and da 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 and like a few code of conduct kind of things. Um, signing that like over top of a giant pentagram and there's, you know, someone like hanging in a sling. I'm like, this is great already. Um, (laughs) And then we go back to the, to the hangar area and it's, yeah, very like industrial bare bones. But at the same time, there's like a bit of, there's some furniture around the perimeter and then there's a stage in the, in the middle and some seats around it and like places for people to put their champagne and whatnot. Mm. Very bloody da. Um, <laughs> it's also Vegas, so everyone's smoking inside, which I've like gotten very not used to, but it added to, you know, I was like, I like it. And this it's is a, adding to the allure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's like There's hazy mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. you know, there, it's dim and it's hazy and all of this. And so throughout the night, there's several performances on the on the stage. And otherwise, it's like everyone's dancing and there's a bit of light play going on on, on the periphery. Periphery? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Periphery. Perimeter. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like that kind Perfiteral. of night. <laughs> <Perfiteral. laughs> <laughs> and um, so the first performance was like elbow deep anal fisting. Like that's where we started, you know, <laughs> just to warm everyone up. <laughs> But by the end, like, this was so, it was so impressive. Because I, at that time, had never dealt with staples. I've since done some stapling with people, but um, I'd never seen, like, medical staples used, except when I got, when I broke my elbow. Um, (laughs) But, like, not in, like, a kinky context. Yeah. And so there was this final scene, and, like, the room is just wrapped. Every, like, I think, aside from the music, you could have heard, like, no one is speaking everyone's just staring um there was i wish i could remember who the performers were because they were incredible but i was like (laughs) Mm -hmm. so overcome but it was a a threesome and there was just like a beautiful amount of like power play passing back it was kind of like a doubles a double dom situation on someone in like a schoolgirl thing which you know wouldn't be allowed now but uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) no schoolgirl. um but there was um 
they had gotten some staples in the forehead and so and which bleeds very profusely yes. right like it looks much worse quote unquote than it is and mm -hmm. so there's like blood streaming down their face but then this like white schoolgirl kind of sailor moon-esque like mm -hmm. schoolgirl thing and um and these double anyway it was just like i'd never seen a scene that ended with that much blood and I didn't know I was going to like it so much until I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. the play has never been like a thing for me. But I, I was, I would say that was one of the more intense scenes that I witnessed. Um, and of course, because it was a performance and not being filmed, like there's no stopping and starting, you know, like that's one of the things that um, I appreciate, like some of the scenes that I've shot for, for in kink contexts, and, and I'm sure um, Ernie, you can relate. Like when you're constantly stopping and starting, sometimes you can't quite like get into that yeah. space if you're like mm -hmm. adjusting and this and da da. But when it start, when you are able to just like go, and yeah. everyone like stops, you know, adjusting the lights or anything, and and it just like the scene unfolds. Um, I hate to say organically, but like you know, when, it, when it's yeah, yeah, and so. <laughs> It's like those moments are, are um, really special. And so it was really special to watch a performance where they were really getting to like orchestrate um, without anyone um, stopping them stopping repeatedly. Them. Yes. That yeah. feels very hot. Yeah. It was very hot. It was very, and then like, <laughs> they were like, we got to get back in the like limo and head limo. back home, you know, it was just like a quiet car. <laughs> yeah. It's really yeah. sort of like everyone's down. like coming yeah. down. <laughs> Damn. That's so I think crazy, that was the one though. I just like the whole build up to it and like yeah. the secrecy and stuff was so fun. I, it that's, was a great time. Yeah. That sounds freaking wonderful. <laughs> yeah. uh, bless I mean, it. Uh. <laughs> it's a good one. Mm hmm. Well, on this, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that very hard, cool note, uh, would you like to share your social media uh, that you want to be reached on? Yeah, so I'm uh, only on the Twitter, mm -hmm. but uh, so it's at public pubics uh, <laughs> it's uh -huh. like my word microsoft word is the most confused over those two words because <laughs> i do a lot of public health stuff and i do a lot of pubic stuff so it just seemed right you know um, yeah. so public pubics and uh so that also in my bio i have pinned a link to like all of my research uh mm -hmm. pages like my academia and stuff and i'll be um pinning the mastercard survey report there and, and like a summary of findings and and uh and yeah dms are open yeah oh yeah just like my butt is now that was a callback yes <laughs> I'm, I'm learning how to do yes. it now. Yeah. Down. just bear down yeah you know all yeah. right. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I think I talked the whole time and I appreciate that. Is that is exactly perfect. Like, <laughs> Thank yeah, you. That really. makes our job really easy. <laughs> yeah. Good, but good. we have one final mysterious <gasps> oh, question. Yes. Okay. That is not on the form because we want to surprise people. Oh, no. So, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so, Irony, would you do the honor? Yes. All right. If physics and money were not a problem or a hindrance, what would be your most interesting kink fantasy? And it can literally be anything. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble. Oh. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Is I that won't tell there's, MasterCard, I There's swear. no money involved in this show, so you can. <laughs> oh, I mean, I have a... Honestly, the, the pandemic's been so unkind to me. Like, someone just to spoon would be great. Like, it's been... <laughs> Mm -hmm. I think my my level of like what seems really out there and kinky is has well, really you're gonna Victorian <laughs> Victorian orgasm over just, a handful. Like, yeah, like, to be in my house and have tea with me would be great. Um, no, <laughs> but um, okay. Uh, I'm I'm getting. I want to. I'm floating. There's also a ball pit. I definitely Ooh. have a penis. Um, mm. uh, uh, there's yes. a real doll involved. Yes. Um, they're so expensive. Um, yeah. <laughs> so money's not a, not, not a thing. So you're good. Um, 
and uh, what else is there? No, so this like, is so good so far. Continue, <laughs> please. <laughs> I, I want to say there's some element of um, there's a like a robot. Mm. Maybe the real doll is the robot. Is the real doll yeah. android? There's like an android oh. that may that kind of could transform from being like a very sexy lady into um, like a robot, a, a, a smooth robot, but then like some kind of like large um insect Ooh, Ooh. nice yeah like, like hentai fair bondage uh, fairies yeah <laughs> like i don't know what we're doing to each other yet in that fantasy it's just kind of like yeah. those are the those are the pieces of the puzzle i think this is fun um, this is fun <laughs> yes and I don't know what it is about ball pits. Like, I think because it feels like it's floating, but it's also like you can't see. So, yeah. And, but I'm terrified of water. So, like, I don't, yeah. you know, um, not I love swimming, but I'm terrified of uh, drowning. Uh, drowning. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, like, getting submerged in something, but where I can still breathe. Um, mm -hmm. Super uh, good. So, but then, like, that whole thing is floating mm. in a, a vacuum of space. Nice. Yeah. 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 That's like it, that? that's yeah. Honestly, like, that, can you make that happen? Is that what this oh, is? Is this like <laughs> you get a car and you get a car? You get You have your argument sec. I wish. Uh, but it's, it's fun to know what people's sort of like fun, silly fantasies are. In fact, uh, space is quite often yes. uh, a very popular one, just the wheatlessness. Yeah. Um mm -hmm. You don't know the way what... that people think about them and how they uh, express it. It's very yeah. different. Yes. You think about how many fetishes have some version of taking the pressure off. Right? Yes. Yeah. Whether that's through more pressure or like space or mm -hmm. like being a dog, you know, like the, or, or, yeah. a or, <laughs> yeah. or a robot or a robot insect. A robot insect because that can yeah. turn in I so feel many, like there was a power ranger so that arms. shifted into a bug. Or maybe See, that's the, the 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 whole script of the movie Big. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, like, look, I'm gonna tell you. There are some scenes in The Fly that. Uh... Oh yeah, that do it to me. Um, okay. So. <laughs> I won't elaborate. I am still trying to uh, uh, get a job. <laughs> hey, universities, do, would you like me um, <laughs> to start that uh, SCAT Institute? <laughs> I'm your guy. <laughs> the DMs, as I said, are open. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, thank you. That was great. Yeah, thank you. That answer was crazy. I love it. <laughs> well, on that, um, thank you very much for coming. That was very yeah. uh, mindful. I love it so much. Uh, could have talked for an hour again, more than yes. that. Uh, so we might possibly reach you for another time to talk and discuss in the future. Love that. Yeah. And on that, stay safe, stay kinky. And noodles. I'm Irony. I'm Valerie. The duck. Doctor. <laughs> Doctor Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> All right.